with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. You got it, buddy. What are you doing over there? Uh, oh, man, just dicking around. Yeah? Just out here dicking around in the rain times. Raining? It's, yeah, it's Oregon, man. That's all it's doing. Mm-hmm. It's raining, or it's thinking about rain, or it just rained. It's like a, it's like a, like a 12-year-old boy and, and boobs. It's either thinking about them or just beat off to them <laughs> or is planning on beating off to them. Oh man! Bad analogy. Can't get enough. Can't get enough. A very crass way to start the show. I apologize. Yeah, that's all right, buddy. Sunny and seventy-five here. Of course. So, yeah. Of course, it's sunny and seventy-five. Me. Looking forward to getting down there soon. Yeah, man. Really beautiful this time of year. That's beautiful. <laughs> all to dead of winter. Uh, yeah. Real quick, I want to apologize. Uh, got construction going on next door, so uh, we're just going to have to work around it. So it'll be all right. They're. Uh, putting in a new roof or something it just uh it's been going on for like a week real annoying but hey that's what happens when your next door neighbor is nine feet away well last week they were getting at it right yeah yeah oh that was across the street they were sandblasting across the street last week uh never seen sandblasting uh in action it's, it's pretty cool but uh yeah noisy but uh things are good here man just beautiful weather just just goofing off just goofing man just goofing. That's what's I'm, uh, important. I'm a, little, goofing. I'm a little uh, nervous right now. Not, like uh, in the medical sense, I uh, I took a I just got off the treadmill, and okay. I think I took a little I think I took a little too much pre workout because I'm real I'm shaky I'm jumpy, but uh, I'm, I'm smoothing that out with a little uh, with a little cannabis. So hopefully we'll see what happens. We'll see. I feel good. You, so you took pre-workout, what, like a powder or something? Yeah, uh-huh. So you could walk on the treadmill? <laughs> and took supplements so you could take a stroll? Dude, I was doing <laughs> steep incline and pretty pretty good pace today. I was, I was right. about 3.3. I had 3.3 on the MPH, and I, was, uh, I started at around 8. Uh, percent incline and uh, every five minutes jacked it up a notch and ended up at 15 percent 15 percent incline at, at, at three miles an hour you're gonna break a sweat inclines no that, joke that'll get you going inclines that'll no get joke you going. yeah i know you think i'm over here just strolling in the park eating a corn dog but i'm just just because i'm not a marathon runner doesn't mean i'm not putting in the work it's it's I'm defensive. I know. I'm I know. Against I, walkers. I'm aware that <laughs> hey, man, I, we're people too. I'm aware that I make the jokes. I know you're getting at it. <laughs> That's all right, man. No, I've been out with an injury because of my stupid shit. I bought a balance trainer for my bike, which you just slot it in there, and then you can lean back and practice manuals. Manuals oh, yeah. are just wheelies without pedaling, so you're just balancing on the back wheel. But since it's all cold and rainy, I got this little balance thing, so the bike 
stay still, but you can find your balance point, lean back. But I think uh, I bruised. So it's the, not rolling. No, it's no, not no. Like, like no, it's like, stationary. Uh, training wheels or anything. No, it's like it's Got stationary. It. Yeah. So okay. But then I think I bruised the bottom of my foot. I couldn't walk for a couple of days, and I was hoping it wasn't ah. gout. But I, I think it was. I think I just bruised the bottom of my foot, drinking beers, trying wheelies as a forty-four-year-old man. <laughs> Speaking of feet. Speaking of feet, uh, where where's he going with this? Um, don't you have one of those? Uh, those what do you call it? Um, those like electric uh, massager? Is it? Uh, there's a name for it. Oh, I got, I got it sitting right here. Hypervolt. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I got Katie one of those for Christmas, and oh, I've man. been enjoying it. And oh, yeah. uh, man, you you turn you crank that sucker up and put it on uh, your feet on the bottoms. Oh boy, you'll get secrets out of somebody. That's that's a treat. That it's a treat until it turns into like, give me your social security number, or I won't turn this off. <laughs> oh man, I mean, given you with your with your your big fan of punishment type of thing. Can't wait till you wind up in the emergency room because you fucking (laughs) (laughs) flapjacked your testicles with a hypervolt gun. Oh, man. I wonder how many people have gone to the ER for those things. Because, like, man, you hit the wrong spot. It'll it'll fuck you up. Ours, Ours goes up. Ours has six speeds. And that number six, and we got all the different detachable heads and stuff, man, yeah. you could really do some damage in the wrong area. It'd be careful. Yeah, you start working over the back, and then it hits a bone, and you could see, like, when people are doing jackhammers and they get loose of it and it starts bouncing around. It's a, uh, it'll, it does, it makes quick work of a knotted back. Yeah. Or any other muscle. Yeah, it will, it will drill down. You, you can injure yourself. It's a good time. I would recommend it to anybody that does exercises or something and you get stiff muscles or something at the end yeah. of the day. But, uh, yeah, those things are – that's a good deal. Glad, you, glad you're working with that after you're uh, – Yeah. Ex, ex, uh, extenuating – extenuating? Strenuous? Mm-hmm. Extenuating yeah, I, I, circumstances? What am I looking for? Well, here? my body's a temple, and i got to take care of it, you know? Yeah, man. Some temples are bigger than others. Depends on just, depend, just depends on how much you love your God, you know? Is that metaphor? Big Did old, I go too far with it? Big old fat temple. Dave's God Dave's God requires more worshiping space. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I uh you'll you'll find this interesting. I won an eBay auction today. I've been bidding on records this week. Yeah. And uh finally won one. I've uh, I lost one this morning. I uh I've been trying to get this Almond Brothers live at the Fillmore box set. Mm-hmm. And really hard to find. Retails for about two hundred. Uh, I I got outbid at sixty seven dollars, and uh, at the last second. So I was real bummed about that. Uh, that I almost had that one, and uh, but I did win. Um, I won a record. I won "Death of the Party" by Kyle Kinane. That's what I'm saying. I got I, that one. On I one. can I can yeah. get you one of those. I know a guy. Yeah. Yeah, you've already. I think you've already given. No, you gave me. I have. You gave me whiskey Icarus, and I. I already have Death of the oh. Party. I have the black, uh, black and white splatter vinyl. Uh, that's the one I bought off of uh, uh, your, your label, uh, standuprecords.com. Standup.com. Sorry. Oh, stand up. Yeah, stand up uh, records. Yes. Yeah, Old Dan Schlissel. I just talked to him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they still got some on there. But it was such a good price. I I, I stole it at seventeen ninety nine. Well, good for you, man. Bear. Um, and uh, dude, I'm serious. Like, I, I'm not trying to, to 
flip it or profit off you or Why anything not? like that. Why not? But uh, the the Calcadane vinyl is in demand. It's um, they're hard to find. Eighteen dollars worth of demand. Yeah, no, but that two dollars less, less than lucky. the original sale price. <laughs> <laughs> no, that I, that's why I'm so stoked because it was such a steal, dude. Seriously, I've seen that exact same record uh, for eighty five. You know, I don't know what's a real steal. Coming over to my house and just taking some when I'm not looking. You can do that. I don't care. Hmm. Well, legit, honestly, I yeah. think I think I have uh, like maybe one or two copies of each of my albums on vinyl, and that's it. And oh, then, yeah. and then I think I have, um, I have the test pressings from I forget from which Ooh. one, but Ooh. that's it. I don't have any stock. I got a lot of I got some CDs of Death of the Party and Whiskey Icarus are the only ones that were on CDs. But but Stand Up Records is going to be putting out. I did a split with the band The Slow Death. Where I did a story on one half of it, and they did a couple songs in the other half, and they're going to be putting that out soon. And Trampling in a Ditch is going to have a vinyl release soon. Ooh. I got to get, I okay. got to seal up some of the artwork for that. So, but yeah, that's that's coming. We got new Boogie Monster shirts over at Anxious and Angry. Who doesn't like? Yeah, who doesn't like the the sales pitch right at the beginning of the show? After you've already listened to advertisements <laughs> from other people. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, new merch. New bo- Anxiousandangry.com. Yeah, new Boogie Monster shirts coming. Possibly a coffee. We're working on that. All kind of stuff, man. It's very exciting. Moving them units, baby. Yep. But, dude, um, you know, it's no secret that I'm deep into the records now. But, man, these online auctions are dangerous. These, oh yeah, are you, do, are you new to using eBay? The, are you, have you not? You really used it? Before? No, I mean I've I've used it. Um, I mean I've purchased things off there, but and I, I think I've done a few of the auctions. But just the auctions are so nice. And now there's this other thing I'm addicted to. There's a great record store in L.A. <laughs> uh, over in the Highland Park neighborhood. I guess that yeah that'd be or mm-hmm. no that'd be Eagle Rock I guess. Uh, Permanent Records. Okay. Uh, great cool little record store, but they've got uh, a nice page, uh, Instagram page. And I guess other record stores are doing this. I haven't really seen anybody do this, but now I'm addicted. Uh, they sell their stuff online, but um, so each night for a couple hours, they'll post like every every minute or two, they'll post a new album uh, that's for sale. Uh, but you have to; they only have one copy, and they got like thirty thousand Instagram followers. So you have to mm. dibs. If you just comment dibs, then you get to purchase it. And I won a couple of those this week. And it's funny, the psychology behind that. Like, I still have to pay for it. I didn't win anything. Yeah. But just, I have the privilege to buy this. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's pretty addictive, you know. Like, oh, dibs. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Someone already got that. But, yeah, I've been been dibbing a lot over there. Been on the eBay. Been on the Discogs. I'm just. Uh, been on the eBays. Dude. <laughs> I gotta calm down. Gotta calm down. Get into it, man. Down, drove down to San Clemente this week just to check out a record store. Yeah, it's about an hour each way. You ever been down there, like south of Laguna Beach? I used to do uh, shows down there. Man, there's a guy. There was a promoter. He used to have a show there and a show in Huntington Beach, and he was a. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I, I still like the guy. I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but he was uh-huh. he was something. I hope he's out there. I hope he's doing well. But yeah, he yeah <laughs> he always like 
he was he was a strange bird. I remember one time he, I drove him back up to Hollywood from the show, and he wouldn't let me drop him off. He made me drop him off at an exit ramp off the one hundred and one. Why? I I I don't know. I <laughs> I was I was like wondering. I'm like, is it because like is he embarrassed of where he lives, or he doesn't want people to know where he lives if in case he shorts somebody money or something? <laughs> but like he, like what? Not even I couldn't even get on the highway. He's like right here. I pulled over on the 101. He <laughs> slunk up some exit ramp. Just tuck and roll, dude. I don't know, man. Maybe he was between homes. He always seemed like a guy that was not like a sunk, sunk on it. He was down on his luck. Mm-hmm. Uh, or seemed like it a lot of the times, but I always got along with yeah. him. Yeah. A lot of those in comedy. I will say that uh, for a small producer that just ran a couple of shows at bars, he would get in there and get the audience like sit. He's very strict. Like, you sit there, you shut the fuck up unless you're laughing. That's acceptable. Anything else isn't. And he's like, everybody's time. He's like, when I give you the light, I want you to look at me and point at me so I know you saw the light. That way, if you go over, you know you went over. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, a promoter that runs a tight ship. And is on above board with like, I will pay you this much. Here's how to get here. Like, all right. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Straight (laughs) shooting out of a promoter is always a refreshing change. Yeah. Yeah. So I I did appreciate him for that. But anyway, that's the only time I've been to San Clemente was to do some, some rough roadhouse show. Yeah. Beautiful down there, man. That whole taking the one down from like Long Beach down through Huntington Beach and Laguna, uh, Newport and Laguna and San Clemente, man, just right along the ocean, it's an it's insane. To try, I've I've heard some complaints about us not talking about subject matters enough as of late, but I wonder, like, you think about Huntington Beach and how it's just like broed out Surf City, mm-hmm. and I wonder if there are ghosts there that are just like, man, I hate these fucking assholes. Like they're so. <laughs> Like, I wonder if there's ghosts that are just real pissed about, not just, like, the building, but, like, the community. Yeah. Or if they're just bro-ghosts. They're broasts. Dude, I've never thought about the concept of, like, a uh, surfer ghost. Like, just someone some, who maybe drowned. Some fucking idiot. Yeah, just some <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that ghost got dreadlocks? I got that ghost. <laughs> there's crabs in my apartment. I don't have crabs. I clean my apartment, and then my bed sheets. I have crabs, and it's because it's haunted by a ghost of a surfer from 2003. <laughs> oh man, how's Dirt Nap doing? Oh, dude, on vodka Red Bulls. Um, <laughs> oh, Lil D, Lil D's kicking it. She, she yeah. wilder ever. Yeah, well, I forgot to mention last week. I think we're getting an OnlyFans set up for her. So no. Everybody got to make really? that. Everybody got to make that money, dog. That's awesome. <laughs> right, Rachel's Only watching some documentary dirt, about about OnlyFans, and like we're just taking pictures of this cat over and over again. So we might set up an OnlyFans, and then like I will like give the money to like a humane society or something. But I I still fully understand. Is it just like Patreon for boobs or what? It's just it's just monetized just, social media. So whatever you uh-huh, whatever okay. you want it to be, I think it started with like um you know, sex work and stuff like that. Which get paid. Get hell yeah, get paid. Yeah. And uh do you think? But I think it can be whatever you want. Okay. 
I don't have to take my shirt off or anything if I were to start one. I mean, Dave, you're on Cameo, so let's not go judging people who are on OnlyFans. No, that's true. It is. No, I no, mean, I'm, it, not it more, I'm saying it's more or less the same I don't thing. Have to do that. Yeah. Or okay. like it'd be like an Instagram, but a paid Instagram. Gotcha. So, so yeah, we'll get we'll get a little Deezy up there. She'll. I'm that's sure she'll awesome. consent. She hasn't had a problem. <laughs> She hasn't had a problem with all these photographs so far, so. But she's out. Yeah, she's just out. She lives in the house at night now. Oh, yeah? She's coming inside, staying yeah. staying warm? Oh, yeah. Sleeps on the couch. Just she's like a house cat now. House cat that goes out on patrol. I woke up because she can go out. We got a pet door. And then I heard some noises outside in the middle of the night. And I got up and looked. And it was old. I think it was Valentine's Day of all days, and Big Sexy was out, and Little Creep Show was out, and nobody was fighting, but there were some noises, so. Ah. Mm. No telling what they're getting into. I, I don't know. Big Sexy out here trying to clap Helen's cheeks. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel oh, about man. it. Just be respectful, Did Big I? Sexy. That I hate, like, we, Katie and I joke a lot about our cats and Charlie and little personality traits and stuff like that, but um, did I ever tell you, and I'm not making fun of the topic that I'm about to delve into, but uh, she claims that uh, her nephew's dog, her nephew has this uh, uh, English bulldog, big old dumb looking bulldog, which Mm -hmm. I love a big dumb bulldog. But this dog just looks even dumber than your average dumb bulldog. Yeah. But Katie claims, and that dog's name is uh, Tug. Katie claims that Tug raped Charlie. And not just the dominance humping thing. She claims she saw penetration. And that breaks my heart. That little Charlie's like, what's going on? I mean, now you're talking about consent within the animal kingdom. I always want to know, like, how do, like, do animals, like, is there incest in the animal kingdom, or is there an inherent knowledge? That's a great question. Amongst animals. Because I know, like, I I guess, like, with certain dog breeds, you can't have siblings together. Oh, really? Yeah, because they'll just fight each other. There's some, like, something from the being in the same family oh. that they know each other and then are instantly competitive for food and stuff like that. Hmm. But I don't know, man. <clears throat> what is it? Why has Charlie got... Has Charlie's attitude been different? No, this happened a while back. This happened maybe a year ago. But, no, just you talking about uh, Dirt Nap and Big Sexy uh, just made me think of that, that... Uh, yeah. And I wonder, like, and again, not not making light or joking of the act, uh, but if that did happen, I wonder if he's, and I'm not joking, I wonder if he's scarred by that emotionally. Like, I don't know what that was, but I know it wasn't right, and now it's going to bother me. Charlie seems like a tweaked out little creature as it is, so. <laughs> or maybe he would just, he forgot about it five minutes later. Like, yeah. Whatever that, okay, whatever that was. You know, bull, bulldogs and like French bulldogs can only be born by C-section. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, because their heads, because of the way they're bred now, their heads are too big. Oh. 
So basically, every, every bulldog you see shouldn't be here. Like the breed, are, the breed as we know it shouldn't exist if it was in the wild. Yeah, they're goblins. I don't. Yeah, I've seen those pictures of like certain breeds, particularly bulldogs. I've seen pictures of like this is what they looked like a hundred years ago, and it's. I saw the one on the bulldog, and it's very, very different. I mean, you know, similar, you know, blueprint, yeah. but uh, but very different. Yeah, but they've like Kardashian them into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I wonder, will that happen with people? Like, you can, like, attractive people wind up hooking up with attractive people to create more attractive people. But what if it's, like, Mm -hmm. it's slower because the attractive people are augmented? You know? If you're an uggo, you can get, you know, you can go into the shop and get some work done. Mm -hmm. And then come out attractive, and then you'd lure in another attractive person theoretically and then it's creating a more attractive class of society and then it, it, that studies show that attractive people make more money so it's like building a super class or is it just i wonder if this thing was like two ugly people that know they got a lot of plastic surgery done are having a kid and they have the ugliest fucking kid and then they got yeah. they got to keep it hidden until they can get it all <laughs> sanded and bondoed back together in the right way you know <laughs> Or yeah, it's like bondoed and sanded. Sorry, I, I understand the process <laughs> of body work, people. <laughs> like genetic false advertising, though. Like if an uggo gets a lot of work, gets attractive, mm-hmm. attracts a mate, and that mate's like, hey, I'm going to mate with this attractive person for mm-hmm. to make attractive kids. And, oh, shit, her, her beauty was not naturally genetic. It was uh, manufactured, so now we got an ugly kid. But eventually an augmented person and a naturally attractive person would meet up. And so mm-hmm. now you got ha- you got a half-hot kid, or the chance of a half-hot mm-hmm. kid. And then you got a half-hot kid out there meeting up with another half-hot or mm-hmm. fully-hot person. And these are all subjective mm-hmm. terms. We realize this, people. Don't, you yeah. know, take, hey, take it easy out there. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. <laughs> 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 Somebody had the best joke. It was one of the dudes that ran the show at Cranes downtown about how calm down is the most offensive phrase you could say. Uh-huh. Because he's like, imagine if he's like, a, he's, like a, he's a white dude. He's like, imagine if I came out. He's like, I'll prove it. He's like, imagine if I came out here and just called everybody the N-word. That would be horrible, right? That would, you'd all be real pissed, and you should be. Now imagine, right when you're, you're real mad because I called you all the N-word, I said, hey, calm down. You'd get way more mad. <laughs> I was like, it was one of those jokes where I'm like, where are you going with this one, man? And then he came to yeah. that. I was like, good job. Oh, shit. I, I'm mad that I don't know his name. He deserves credit. He's one of the producers of the, of the Cranes show downtown Los Angeles. Hmm. Um. But I don't know, man. I don't know what else is going down. That is that is a weird theory about what we like. I do think ugly people make more ugly people. Mm-hmm. Like, you ever been to a place where you're like, oh, nobody left this town and you're all rough? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, I've been through some areas where I'm like, yowza. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny how 
I don't know enough about genetics and stuff, but uh, it's funny how there's only so many looks. You know, there's only so many faces. There's like 35 models of faces out there, and everybody kind of falls into one or the other. That makes sense. Not that, like, there could be people who look differently but have the similar face, similar genetic makeup and genetic background. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but like in the South, there's certain, like, well, have you ever just been watching, like, I, I watch a lot of stuff on mute, watch a lot of documentaries and stuff while I'm listening to music or whatever. And then sometimes you're just like, I don't know what's going on, but I guarantee you that person talking right now is from Europe. Like they just have a European face. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's structural consistencies Mm -hmm. within groups of people. I mean, I mean, it's not, it not in a, making fun of way it's like okay black people have fuller lips and wider noses a lot of time nordic people have you know finer like fine blonde almost albinoish hair irish people a lot of red-haired people in ireland uh you know those kind of you know that asian people have eyes of asian people so it's not that but like yeah you're, there's only so many parts that you can kind of mr potato head around on a face yeah that's why there was yeah. something they showed, like all the stuff that was generated by AI, like different faces that were generated, and they just look like someone you'd see at the store. And these are like these are all computer created faces. Mm. So yeah, there's only things you could do with like a nose, and mouth, and two eyes and eyebrows and stuff outside mm. of scars or deformities that are. That's why. That's why it's like nice when somebody has like a unique look. I kind of feel bad of like people get self-conscious about the shape of their nose or something. And it's like, Oh, it's the one mm-hmm. thing that makes you stand out. What is it? There's the, I think it's like a, I don't know if it's a, like an Asian phrase or something about how like the thing with pretty people is they all, well, pretty people are all just pretty, but ugly people are unique. Huh? Interesting. Kind of, like, I don't know. If that's kind of a backhanded compliment or something. But like an ugly person's like, well, it's because you look different. That a lot of times that's why somebody's going to call it ugly because it's different, and that's not correct. Reminds me of that Larry David joke. He goes, "Let me tell you something about really good-looking people. We're not well liked." <laughs> <laughs> you ever see somebody that's so good-looking they never had to develop a personality? Uh, in the most of Hollywood, yeah. Well, but it's like you see people that get out there, and like it's it. You see it more in a stand-up scene where people are like, "I'll just." Somebody had a fucking tweet where they were like, "Dear show business, please learn to learn. To, please learn to spot the difference between confident, attractive people and comedians and and truly funny people." Because mm-hmm. you do see the people like, well, I'm, I've just been attractive from, since day one, and people have always told yeah. me I could be whatever I wanted to because I'm bubbly and I'm attractive. So now I'm a stand-up. And a lot of the audience will be like, you're right, you are a stand-up. And every comedian's like, fuck you, because we know they're going to get to the top quicker than the rest <laughs> of us. Yep. Ugh. Uh, 
Hey, what are you going to do, man? You got you got what you got when you're plopped into this world. <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, I'm going to complain a little bit real quick. Have you noticed? You, well, you're not on Twitter anymore, are you? you you've handed over the keys. Yeah, I still have the account. Actually, I, st- I couldn't sleep the other night. I wound up like going through all my old tweets, trying to find bits because I needed some writing prompts. <laughs> that is a good way to come up with. It was. You know. I, I, I uh, uh, tragically underrated tweets out there. Man, there's a trend going around, and it's it's. I don't know why it annoys me, but it's it's on Twitter, and it's people in show business, whether it be comedians or actors or whomever. And some people I follow and some people that I'm friends with. And, you know, it doesn't bother me that much. It's just mm-hmm. an observation. But there's a trend going around where people are tweeting like, hey, Hollywood, put cast me in the new blah, blah, blah movie. <laughs> or if I don't get the lead and like and it's more than just like inside baseball. Like, here's what I've been auditioning for. Like, I get that. Like, hey, I auditioned mm-hmm. for this and uh, fingers crossed. Maybe I'll get it. But just more of this. I've had a little success. I'm in show business now, so here's my verbal vision board. Just people just putting it out in the universe that I need. And it's just, there's something so arrogant and entitled about it. Maybe I'm taking it too seriously, but, and I don't, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to read you any examples because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but just, it's just this air of entitlement of like, you know, cast me in this, cast me in that. Oh, hey, show business, I'm buddy, here. I, I, I have to remind myself because it's there's always some like I'll see somebody on Instagram or somebody it's like just do a bad like here's my impersonation of a guy that works at an office and really wants a coffee but is timid. Uh, excuse, okay, pardon. Oh, maybe uh, just a little, little cream. Okay, and that's it. And I'll go to their page and they have two million followers or some YouTube number type shit. Yep. But uh, yeah. hey, man. It's not there. It, it's a, as my buddy Monty puts it, compare and despair. If you compare yourself, mm-hmm. you'll despair. It's, oh, yeah. I got, I got out of Twitter for the same reason. Like it was like, oh, I'm just getting mad at the way this is being used. It's to be used however you want to. And, uh, as we've noted, shame is not part of the equation anymore. No, that shame is not, shame is not a, an embraced character trait anymore there's no such thing as shame put me in this deal with me this is who i am you got to deal with me i personally if somebody's like you're an asshole i would want to know who said it and if it's somebody i like well why do you think i'm an asshole and maybe it's a behavior i could change whereas Mm -hmm. now it's like you're an asshole and you're like yeah deal with it no be a better person you should be a better person if people think you're an asshole but what's rewarded is that behavior so Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no uh, shame is not a component. No, it's either you could be the biggest asshole you want, but don't be a criminal. Like, don't be a pedophile or a sex criminal. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What am I? I'm, I'm not mad about. It. I got rid of that stuff. Try to live a more yeah. enlightened life, Dave. Less anger, buddy. Good for you, buddy. Got this van coming this week. <laughs> Dude, you pull the trigger on that thing? It's going down. Really? It's going down. We're getting mobile. That's exciting. We're getting mobile, America. Oh, that's great, man. So congrats. That's that's a big purchase, man. That's a that's uh that's fun. Thank you, buddy. We're gonna have some uh, some buggy monster adventures and 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 mm-hmm. and maybe some some regional tours. 
Like I said, I got to figure out how to set it up for a heterosexual sleeping arrangement. <laughs> it's a little snug right now. Yeah. I don't know how... It can, it, it can be up, done. Buddy. Well, like two people sleeping in a tent, mm-hmm. you do you go, you know, feet to toes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it's still we slept head to toe. <laughs> it's that Seinfeld bit where yeah. Elaine tells Jerry that her new boyfriend slept over, and he goes, "Already?" He goes, "No, no, he had to some logistical thing. No funny business. We slept head to toe." And he goes, "Yeah, but your genitals are still lined up." Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you can still get double door stoppers playing each other in the morning. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see how it works out. <laughs> Man, that's funny. I I was thinking about this the other day. That classic scene in um, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles where uh, yeah. they wake up in the hotel room and uh, John Candy Spoon and Steve Martin. And he goes, where's your other hand? He goes, between two pillows. And he goes, those aren't pillows. Yeah. Is that his? Is his hand between his balls or between his butt cheeks? What? When he says, "Where's your other hand?" How's it going to be? Like he's got one. He, he's cuddling him. He's spooning him with one hand, and then Steve Martin goes, "Where's your other?" No, hand? no, no. I know and the movie. He goes. How would you think it's pillows. his balls? How would you think it's between his balls? Well, like maybe it's What's just going down on there. With your like, balls? like it's just got got a handful of sack or something. You know. It's soft and cushy down there. I assumed it's just between two body parts of the imagine of the imagination of the viewer. Between his legs, between his arm and his body, wherever you want it to go to make the oh, scene okay. the funniest it could be. Okay, so it's one of those where it's left up to me to decide. Yeah, sorry, you know, John Hughes is going to make you do a little bit of the the work there. Hmm. Okay. Dave yeah, Ra- forever I thought it was his balls. I thought he had, like, his hand, like, between, like, his leg and his sack or something. Like, hey, you know, I'm down here. But then I started thinking between two pillows, could be, he could have his hand in the crack of his ass or something. I, that, maybe what that. You- that's a more logical idea between the legs. I just, like, uh-huh. I'd like to think that I would know where my hand, if it's, I, you know what? I don't know. Because, you know, Shit, man, I farted Rachel out of bed the other night. <laughs> out of bed? <laughs> out of bed. She had to leave? Out of bed. All of a sudden, like, we're Did you wake her up out of a dead sleep? Yeah, we're all kind of half asleep, and then she's just standing up like, oh, like, what? Oh, man. Try to think like I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I, I, I basically sm- smelling salted her back into oh, consciousness. Boy. We got a lot of blankets under bed because we turned the heat off at night. So it's mm-hmm. something that could have snuck out 45 minutes an hour beforehand, but then I shifted, yeah. and it's like we I just fracked it out of the covers, you know? Man, I love sleeping in cold temperatures with a lot of blankets. That's a good time. Well, get ready, because this van is going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though, man. Congrats. Yeah, coming to a town near you. Mm-hmm. Well, you bought a van. Uh, I bought uh, dentistry tools last week. I okay. Just just because I've always wanted those little scrapey things, and because of 
a mouthwash advertisement 35 years ago that it, that said something like, you know, not available. The general public doesn't have access to dentistry tools, so use this mouthwash. And I, I took that to heart. I was like, ah, oh, man, that sucks. Like, I thought you had to have a, a, a dentistry certificate or something, you know, to buy from the wholesaler. And then one day I just Googled dentistry tools and boom, I bought a nice little travel pack. So I'm good to go. Wait, so th- this was an eBay purchase that you got your dental tools from? No, no, this wasn't eBay. This was just some other, some dentistry, DIY dentistry website or something. I don't know. I forgot where I got it, but I didn't bid on this. <laughs> oh, I, you know, do-it-yourself dentistry. <laughs> DIY dentistry. I don't know what I'm going to do with them. I just, it's nice to know that they're there, you know? Are you like, I mean, do, are you planning on using them or is it more of like a collector? Like people like kind of have a more macabre sense of like old dental equipment, old medical equipment, stuff like that. Or collector's no, items. no, I'm not. It's definitely not a collector. I'm, I'm going to use it. I'm probably going to have to watch a couple of YouTube videos first. I would uh, hope. I would hope so. <laughs> I'd feel but better. No, yeah, I'm going to use them. You know, that way uh, I can stay on top of the plaque. I can keep the gums healthy. So, yeah. I'm excited. I, I mean, obviously we know Bill Cosby for what he's done horribly, but I was still Bill Cosby himself. It's a funny special. Oh yeah, him that's talk- the one uh, where he's feeding his kid chocolate cake. For yeah, breakfast. yeah, yeah, classic bits. Yeah. But him talking about, I think that was the dentist one, where he's like, "You go to the dentist, and oh, like, whatever yeah. you do, don't pick at your teeth with metal objects, and then they immediately pick at your teeth with metal objects." <laughs> I had, I got floss, I got floss stuck in my teeth, and then. <laughs> what, what, what god what god do you believe in after that that's a snake eating its own tail oh Jesus. yeah yeah <laughs> you know you got you know you got janky teeth when sometimes the floss it's like basically trying to break a rock with a piece of twine and then between other teeth you could just you could basically double dutch that thing around in a loop pull it between a couple other <laughs> be honest how often do you floss Oh, I, I, I'd say like once a week. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm on, I'm once or twice a week. Which I know that's not. Twice, twice uh, good some week. people are disgusted by that. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. Not. Yeah, some people floss twice a day. <clears throat> I feel it's like I brush my teeth, and flossing is like the midway point between me doing something and the dentist doing mm-hmm. something. So that's like, you know, different types of maintenance. But I, I, yeah, I get in there. I was, I was. I remember one time, <laughs> real quick. I remember one time the dentist uh, was shaming me. This is like when I was a teenager. He goes, uh, "How often do you floss?" And I was like, "I don't know, once a month." And he goes, "Why? Why don't you floss every day?" And I said, just off the cuff, I go, "I've been real busy." He didn't think that was funny. <laughs> dentists are great with shame. Dentists are like the priests of the medical field. Mm. Cause, like, think about it. all the jokes are about how you're ready to lie about how often you floss, like all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you're already filled with guilt going there because you know you're going to be questioned about how you're. Like, you know, they're like priests of your physical body, not of your mm-hmm. out of your spiritual body. <laughs> I was re- I was thinking about why because I was like people were like I wish they get back to these other topics, which I don't know why the Reddit is now. Somebody put up a picture of scallops with bacon and fettuccine, like pro quality oh. shit on that Reddit. Nice. Um, but I realized, you know what? It's harder to talk about silly stuff, conspiracies and this and that, because it's not silly anymore. 
Like with the ah. shit with like QAnon and all these people that are like, it's turning into like real shit. It's like it's like when people joke around with a Ouija board, and all of a sudden, then people are dying under mysterious circumstances. Like it's not funny anymore. It's real. Like I think maybe that's why it's been harder to talk about, either because there's stuff in the real world that's bigger. There's bigger issues affecting people, and those issues are with conspiracy theories and goofy shit like this. Mm-hmm. And I read about I, I read an article somewhere where it's like, okay, whatever that whichever which whichever one of these two dingbats that are in Congress, the one fucking dipshit who wanted the flags lowered halfway because of Rush Limbaugh's death, but then didn't ask to have them lowered when that when the cop died defending the Capitol, and the yeah. other the other one who looks like she was beaten around the face enough to look like a cowardly lion, <laughs> and, and she. And I don't know which one thinks like the Jews had space lasers to start California. Either way, like, yeah, we all laugh at that stuff. But it's the psychology of still tying the idea of Jewish people in something bad. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Space lasers. But putting the idea out there like Jews, something bad. Jews, something bad. Just creating that correlation in people's minds is like, that's where the damage is. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe it's harder to kind of like joke about goofy stuff, but we'll still try. Won't we Dave? We'll still try. We can try today. I got a real serious topic. Beef, and, and I know I led us away from the dentistry stuff, but now I would like to oh, go back right. to it. <clears throat> what are, are you? Oh, uh, sure. How are you cleaning these things? You got used dental equipment, Dave. No, no, I think it's used. Uh, no, new. I don't think it's used. I think they're new. Yeah, but but you got to like you know they you know they sterilize that stuff at the dentist. Yeah, because it's going in multiple people's mouths. But it's just this is mine now. I'm not sharing it the same way. I don't sterilize my toothbrush. Just rinse it off. Yeah, oh yeah, I good. I don't have to. Good see. point. I yeah. for some reason I thought it was used like a vintage. No, no, no. This is. Uh, Straight out of the factory. Still has that new dentistry tool Ooh. smell to it. Right. Katie going to let you poke around in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she encourages me to experiment with that kind of stuff. I mean, in her mouth. Oh, no. I Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Because you you're only going to be, you're either going to be working by feel or by a, a mirror image. And I yeah. can't do, I can't do anything where, like, people can look in a mirror uh-huh. And then still maintain their dexterity. I look in a mirror and oh. think like, all right, my left, I, I'm a mess. All these Zoom Dude. all these Zoom shows and Zoom conferences where I don't have the mirror flipped on. Mm. So if I'm looking at myself in the screen, my left hand is my right hand that's moving. And mm-hmm. every time I'm, I'm just touching my face or fixing my hat yeah. or something because I'm like, oh, it's cockeyed. <laughs> no, it's more cockeyed. What the fuck? Dude, try using a mirror to look in the back of your head and give yourself a mohawk. That's an that, that, exercise in coordination. It hasn't been a thing to concern myself with for... Yeah. Why don't you just put a piece of tape down the center of your head and just cut everything around it? Oh, dude. Like you're painting a room. <laughs> yeah, man. Tape it off. Fucking get a little, brilliant. Get a little strip of 3M blue on there. Oh, dude, that's what I'm going to do. You can get all, you can get all kinds of cool stripes. 
it's uh, it's real janky in the back. Like get, the front, the front part looks good because I can cut that just looking directly into the mirror. But then to get the back, I have to turn around, use a second mirror to reflect off the original mirror, and it it really is. It's it's a challenge. Why'd you have Katie but do it? Tape it off. Uh, she she loses patience. She I've tried to get her. To, she's done it a couple <laughs> times, but a lot of times when I'm ready to do it, she's not here. She's at work or something. So I'm like, right, I'm gonna go ahead and knock this out. But uh, yeah. Yeah, you get a little painter's tape up there, man. That is brilliant. <laughs> Take okay. pictures of you doing using painter's tape to make the mohawk, <laughs> and that and that's gonna be a Patreon exclusive. Uh huh. <laughs> you can put it up wherever you want. I'm just trying to push the Patreon. No, speaking of Patreon, I meant to say this when I was talking about your album, but uh, somebody asked me on on Instagram, like, why would you buy that? Or you know, just I'm, I, I bought it too. I'm not going <laughs> to flip it. Uh, I'm going to we'll give it away on the Patreon page. How about that? So maybe do like a monthly raffle, not a raffle, like you don't have to pay. But I'm saying, you know, if well, you just told them it was only eighteen go- bucks online, we're going to raffle. Yeah. They just find one for eighteen bucks. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They're not out there, man. They're not out there right now. Oh, really? Not on disc. I think uh, I think there's one copy of uh, I liked your old stuff better. Uh, okay, I, didn't I think know there's that. One, one one copy of that available. But yeah, uh, the market the market's up and down, man. Sometimes I'll get on there and I'll see a few of your things pop up, and then uh, but right now, no, man. That's why I had to snag it. Had I mean, on that sucker. I'm assuming my albums are the first to go when somebody needs some cash. <laughs> as far as the collectors, well, we can, we can move these canane these canane platters for a couple bucks first. Maybe cover our light bill for the month. If it gets worse, oh, we'll man. <laughs> oh, should we get into this real dumb topic today? Oh, a real dumb one. I mean, when you. Dave says it's going to be dumb, yeah. This is one that I've always rolled my eyes at. Um, <laughs> so you know that this one's... Uh, all right. All right. As it's no secret, I'm a huge fan of Bigfoot. Probably my number one topic, my number one uh, mm-hmm. cryptid. <clears throat> Love Bigfoot. I, I mean, That's the beauty about all this stuff is you never stop learning, Kyle. I'm still learning new things about Sasquatch. And Bigfoot, but personally, I think that uh, I think Bigfoot's real. Okay, and I, I know real definition people, of the word learning we're using here. Yeah, I know. I know people will mock you. Uh, some people think it's ridiculous. Of course, that's the whole point of our podcast here is is exploring this kind of stuff. But I sure. sincerely think that Bigfoot is out there, and uh, I think that probably it's just a uh, it, it's uh, offspring of Gigantopithecus who. Mm-hmm. was an actual creature that roamed the earth like 100,000 years ago or whatever. Uh, proven by science that a 10-foot bipedal ape named Gigantopithecus existed. Um, I think it's just an offspring of that, that that's gone undetected. Some people think, and that's what we'll talk about today, that Bigfoot is not necessarily a biological creature uh, from this earth. Some people think Bigfoot is either an alien or placed here by aliens as some sort of test subject. And I've always rolled my eyes because it just feels, those are two great but different topics. Like I love aliens and UFOs and I mm-hmm. love Bigfoot, 
But my knee-jerk reaction is it's ridiculous to try to combine the two. Like, why would Big Bigfoot? And also, like, Bigfoot has hair. It's a mammal. It's not an alien. But then, if you think about it, we we have an idea of what we, we think. We don't know that aliens, aliens aren't mammals. Are. Exactly. Exactly. I, I I have an idea of like well, there's a lot of reports of like the Greys and and stuff like that. And we've talked about that before. There's plenty of different species of aliens. If if uh, some of the theories are to be proven correct. But it never dawned on me, like, oh, yeah, maybe we, maybe there could be an alien that is either a mammal or appears to be a mammal and has fur or hair or whatever. Um, so, yeah, the more I started thinking about it, I'm not saying I believe in this, but I've got, I've got a few little stories and uh, a little research to back this up. But, yeah, some people think that Bigfoot's an alien. Uh, other people think that uh, aliens brought them down here to be some sort of like test subject or whatever. Um, a lot of this, a lot of these theories come from the fact that there have been many, many sightings um, mm-hmm. of Bigfoot and UFO in the same general area. So, <clears throat> okay. Um, easy thing. Lot, to, some, <laughs> easy thing to make fun of is maybe there's yeah. dumb people in those places, <laughs> but. Uh, some witnesses have even seen Bigfoot creatures exiting UFOs, coming down the old, you know, the old uh, tractor beam, coming down that or coming down some sort of stair. But there have people who have claimed to have seen Bigfoot exiting a UFO. So that's pretty crazy. Um, another theory. So I, I've been reading a bunch of these. There's a few, well, there's a handful of people have done a lot of research. I, listen, I've been watching The Wire again, and now uh-huh. realizing, like, wait a minute, this drug money is going straight to the senators. It's the whole thing. Maybe it's all connected, and that's the big reveal. Yeah. But I, I sorry, I cut you off. Oh no, that's fine. That, I mean, that's the that's the beauty of all these stupid theories is trying to figure out what's connected to what you know um but i've always just rolled my eyes at the concept that bigfoot was an alien but who's say some there's another guy who wrote a, a bunch of articles about it he thinks that uh not only are, are sasquatch aliens that uh he, he believes that they might be criminals or undesirables from an alien race that have been brought down here in exile like hey get oh, out go, so go live on the, we're the australian earth yeah, exactly. Um, another reason people seem to think there's some connection between UFOs and Bigfoot is uh, many times Bigfoot sightings occur uh, when there are orbs present. That seems to be, uh, I don't want to say common, but uh, it, it, a lot of reports of people seeing Bigfoot and these weird orbs. Um, now, the orb thing, a whole other topic, well, not topic, but a whole other theory is what if these orbs are portals to another dimension and the Bigfoot, the reason they're so elusive and we don't, we rarely see them is maybe they're going in and out of dimensions via these orbs. So what if, all right, uh, you know what? I'm going to go along with this one for imagination's sake. Uh huh. But what if, all right, they're like, you got Bigfoot, big hairy, Creatures stomping, just terrestrial stomping around. Uh huh. That they're the they're the elite foot soldiers, like the alien, that like the UFO aliens are the dweebs. Uh huh. You know, those are the nerds. 
that come up with they're all back. the stuff. Yeah. They're back at the control center. Yeah. But they're, then, on the, they're on the computers. But here, you know, all, instead of thinking of extraterrestrial, which is out, out of this world, off of this earth, there's just a legion of like, all right, we all work together. This genre of creature works alongside aliens. Like, all right, you're on the ground collecting information. Mm-hmm. You're on the ground spies. We're back at, yeah, we're back at headquarters mm-hmm. looking over it. And the orbs thing, yeah, they do, they do. They jump into the orb, go back up to the ship or wherever to report back. That's why we can never f- catch a Bigfoot. It's like, oh, some they're going to see me? Throw an orb up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, eyewitness accounts, too, of people seeing Bigfoot and then it literally disappearing in front of their eyes. Not it ran off into the wood line. I'm standing here. I'm seeing this thing. It's 30 yards away. And then it literally vanished right in front of my eyes. There's been several of those accounts where people say, no, it literally disappeared. It did not run off. It, I saw it vanish. So, and of course, you know, all this is predicated on eyewitness accounts, which is not the best evidence. Mm-hmm. But per, imagine that someone's telling the truth. Imagine that someone not only saw a squatch, but then they saw it literally vanish in front of their eyes. I mean... What what do you yeah I don't what's that about I I would I don't know about the prisoner thing mm-hmm. I would yeah, think just like, I would think just like yeah like they're down here doing a different type of research mm-hmm. or you know why yeah why are they always like wooded areas and stuck mm-hmm. to certain climates but I guess they're not given how there's a Bigfoot for every area yeah yeah there's this guy named. Uh, Peter Leeson, he was a professor at George Mason University. Uh, A few years back, he did a big report, some research. He plotted plotted reported UFO sightings on a chart along with reported Bigfoot sightings. Uh, This dude said it was an intriguing pattern. He said um, states with more UFO sightings also appeared to have more Bigfoot sightings and that six of the top ten UFO and Bigfoot states are the same. So he says there's... And you know that could—that's pretty vague, but there could be something. The fact that uh, the same areas are seeing Bigfoot and UFO sightings um, gives some specific accounts. He details an encounter that occurred October twenty fifth, nineteen seventy three, when a group of farmers from Fayette County, Pennsylvania, observed a brightly lit dome shaped UFO, approximately a hundred feet in diameter. Uh, the locals drove towards it. They saw a pair of gargantuan, gargantuan creatures covered with thick, matted hair, luminescent green eyes, and long arms that dangled below their knees. A farmer's son fired a gunshot at the creatures. Uh, one of the creatures then raised its right hand in the air. I don't know what that means. Uh, at that very moment, the UFO disappeared. Then the two Bigfoots escaped into the woods, and they were never seen again. Uh, several cases like that. There's a couple of cases where they talk about Bigfoot raising its hand in the air. I don't know if that could that be a signal. Beam me up, Scotty. I'm ready to go. Get me out of here. Who knows? Oh yeah, maybe they got a little. Well, maybe defensive mm-hmm. move. Another case: uh, dairy farmer named William Bosick in uh, Frederick, Wisconsin. 
Uh, let's see, 1974. It was uh, this case was featured in the uh, February 75 APRO bulletin. APRO uh, stands for Aerial Phenomenal Research Organization. They got a bulletin and magazine goes out. Uh, I, I I don't know if I've read that ex, that exact one, but there's uh, there's one I got to hold on hold of through MUFON. I love these. Uh, I love I love physical media in terms of like magazines and shit, especially magazines about uh, this kind of stuff. <clears throat> yeah, some hard copies. <laughs> yeah, some hard copy. You don't see that shit at the uh, at the Barnes and Noble. Anyway, according to this report, Bosak was driving home about ten thirty at night. He spotted an object on the side of the road ahead of him. It's approximately uh, one mile from his farm. Uh, this APRO bulletin further described it. He said uh, he was driving slowly because the patches of fog. His headlights reflected off the object, so he slowed as he approached it. It had a curved front of glass. And inside, I could see a figure with its arms raised above its head, Bosak told reporters. Uh, object was standing still, appeared to be 8 to 10 feet high. Uh, transparent glass area of the UFO, which Bosak could view. The occupant uh, was bullet-shaped at the top, tapered uh, to a peak. This human-type figure, uh, Bosak referred to it, uh, had hair sticking out from its side of its head. Uh, ears protruding out about three inches. They were shaped like a calf's ear. I don't know what a calf's ear looks like. A little, I'm trying to think what, what a <laughs> cow is. like okay. sloth from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. It had no collar or shirt uh, in the front, though. It appeared to be clothed in some tannish brown colored fitted skin tight diver suit. <laughs> Both. Both arms were extended above its head. The hair stuck out from the outside of the arms. There was no beard, but there was hair or fur on the upper part of the body. Again, with the arms raised. I don't know what that's supposed to be about. Uh, well, here's maybe they've just one. been seeing how often, you know, hands up, don't shoot has been some sort of a safety <laughs> phrase, especially if they're somewhere in North America. <laughs> maybe they've been uh, trying to employ that one. Back in 1888... A uh, rancher described an encounter with uh, some friendly American Indians that he met in Humboldt County, California. Love that area. Uh, The accounts that this rancher told, uh, talking about meeting these Indians, he said, uh, they led me to a cave where we saw a hefty humanoid creature covered in long, shiny black hair with no neck sitting cross-legged. One of the Indians told him that uh, three of these, quote, crazy bears had been cast out of a small moon that dropped from the sky and landed on the ground. Uh, The moon then ascended back into the air and left the three crazy bears behind. Could the crazy bears be Sasquatch, and could this moon thing be a spacecraft? That's a speculation there. Like I've said before, I trust... This is one of the one of the main reasons, not the main, but one of the main reasons I believe in Sasquatch. When Native Americans go, yeah, that's a thing. I, I just trust them. I, I feel like they're more in tune with what's going on with nature, with what's going on out in the the wilderness. When and, and also like Native Americans, who are they trying to trick? Oh, they just ah, ha ha, we're lying. Like when these Native American elders are like, yeah, there's this is a thing. I'm like, okay. I mean, all right, I'll get in trouble for this one. But everything was a spirit to Native Americans. What do you mean? Oh, the thirst. I, I have the thirst spirit, so I know you need to visit the lake god to appease the thirst spirit. Well, the sun god 
gives way to the moon god. That like every everything's a spirit that's out there. Yeah, but that's no different than any other religion. Like, there's never. Like, I, no, I, th- I mean, I mean, even Catholicism, like, nah, that's a tree. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying just I get what you're saying that yes, there's there's a lot of of that in their culture, but that could just be like the religious or spiritual side, but they could also be like that aside, I we've still seen these 9-foot hairy creatures running around the woods. Uh, like, we've seen those a lot. I okay, again, I'm going to get in trouble <laughs> and <laughs> but you know like there's all this, you know, like the atrocities that were committed against indigenous people but is there mm-hmm. and ever a point where there's like one indigenous tribe or group of first nations people where it's like no nah, they were actually just way off they were just bad at it and they did not live long like as all the other times a <laughs> celebration of their resourcefulness and their oneness with the land and their peaceful attitude and and, and reverence for their resources and has there ever just been a tribe where they just openly shit in their water supply and <laughs> and just sp- sport hunted all their food animals and were just like oh. like not good people, you know? Like they were like horrible. <laughs> I wonder if they're and like if you're not gonna hear about that, because like listen, we kinda need all the good PR we can get for the cause, so let's not bring up this tribe that was just just openly <laughs> horrible. <laughs> oh man! No, I, you're right. I'm sure there were there were some tribes that just sucked. Like on the on the inverse of it, was there any was there any nationality of white people that were just like, hey, let's you know what, let's leave it alone. Maybe we don't need to take any more. Like, is there uh-huh. is there a story of any country any country of white people going, ah, what we have, we'll make we'll make do with what we have here. No need to no, bother them over there. They're they're doing fine. We're doing fine. We don't need their stuff. What what's the fun in that? No, no, gotta go. Reach out and dominate. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of everybody's trust. So. Another theory suggests that uh, that these Bigfoot are are aliens that are just hiding out, biding their time. Mm-hmm. Waiting for humans to self-destruct, at which point they will take over the earth. Oh, give it like eighteen months. Mm-hmm. I think we're I think we're almost there. You guys must be having a real party. Yeah, I still don't know what I think about this. I this is a topic we need to do soon. Just the uh, the concept of portals, but them popping in and out of different dimensions through. Orbs or portals or or what have you that uh, that's pretty intriguing to think about. Yeah, I wonder. Um, again, the, the thank God that there's just physicists and uh, out there working on these kind of things, like thinking about mm-hmm. this with a mental capacity to do so. Yeah, like the fact that we have a an atom smasher. The mm-hmm. fact that somebody, that, that science got to the point, it's like, hey, we're going to need a few million dollars. We've got to build a big ring in the ground so we can shoot particles at each other and blow them apart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's an embrace of science uh, to do so. 
Uh, really, I'm much like all of technology, it's going to be pushed through because of military or because of porn. That's it. <laughs> but that, like, think about it. All major technological advancements. It's like for fucking or killing. It's for creating life uh-huh. or destroying life. That's how everything gets <clears throat> moved forward at a at a rapid pace. So yeah. either get like defense spending on portals or you teach nerds that they can like 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 virtual reality stuff is going to move very quick when it when they start hooking it up to a flashlight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like there's some there's some dork out there already that just has like a fully automated VR fuck box that he just mm-hmm. straps in it's like a, it's like an old Hyundai Sonata seat. <laughs> got a seat belt. Yeah, well, you got you can't even want to fall out. You can fall. You can't fall out. You got your other because your other bits are also in other items. Yeah, that's that. You, it's got a flashlight. It's got VR goggles, and it's the whole shebang. And that guy hmm. is going to sell that for a lot of money. Part, and, and it's weird at what we at what we balk at, like oh, defense spending got to be safe. Give the military how, unlimited to give the military a blank check to come up with ways to murder people. But then yeah. let's look down on the fact that porn is decides was the one who decided VHS and the ones who decided DVD and how to go forward with that sort of technology. Yeah. But if there's apps, if portal, yeah, technology portals behind dating apps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, hooking up. Mm-hmm. If portals can be invented, they will be from one of those two people. If it's, you know, maybe we won't have a ninety day fiance anymore because you have a portal. <laughs> I got, and what do I do? I just I, I transport through the portal to some Russian location, and then. Mm-hmm. Get boned by my dream girl for an amount of money, and then I come back. Hmm. There's your hey. There's your one world government. There's your new world order yeah. right there. Once you got portals, mm-hmm. bouncing all over the globe. That's true. I have no idea how portals would work. By the way, dude, Not I tried clue. to. Uh, Not a clue. I, I did some research recently. I was going. We were going to do an episode on uh, alternate universes, parallel universes, and. Uh, Oh boy, is that science way above my head? Like, I would just have to present it like, okay, it's imaginary. Just like, there is apparently some science behind it, like black holes and all that, all the astrophysicist bullshit. I just, I, I, it's completely a foreign language to me. Like, I tried, literally spent like a few hours trying to watch this documentary, rewinding it. What'd he say? Rewind it again. What? It just, I couldn't follow a fucking thing. I never felt so dumb. Yep, ab- above my pay grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, well, that's why I can't, I still can't sort out the, that we're in a simulation. Yeah, even that one's tough to comprehend. Because to me, it's it's almost like, not that it's as dumb as the flat earth, but it's like, who cares then? <laughs> like there's no there's no winner there's no revelation if it's a simulation there's no like well we're in a simulation well fucking simulate me a, a pizza or whatever come on uh-huh. come on game player yeah simulate but like I, it doesn't like it wouldn't matter what if somebody like this is a simulation you'd be like 
it changes it doesn't change my reality yeah like the flat earth thing like the earth's flat does the does your life change at all no so who gives a shit about that one that's why i think it's so easy for trolls <laughs> i think i think 90% of the people not 90% but i think a large percentage of people are just like down with flat earth cuz again there's no shame in existence anymore and it's just it's fun to be a troll it's fun to watch uh-huh. people get bent out of shape because they think you're serious yeah so that's what i think there's some flat earthers man i, I listen to that down the rabbit hole podcast with the guy he's, he's mostly like a 9-11 tries to debunk the debunkers or what have you or debunk mm-hmm. these but he had one gal on there that was like talking about flat earth and she was so fucking stoned and stupid <laughs> i was angry at him for continuing the interview because cl- he has really? gotten with some people where we know flat earth stupid but then they can at least have a conversation about why they believe in it and even though they're getting cornered with facts and science they can do some sort of mental gymnastics where you could tell that they want to believe in what they're saying and this lady was like you just you just interrupted her watching friends reruns and she's looking at her phone while she's training it was so dumb and it's like this is the, this seems like a representative of that community yeah cuz like oh it's it's flat then so what if it is what is what does that change about anybody's life <laughs> you're in a simulation great i'm in a simulation i got to go i got to go to tj maxx in the simulation to get new pants like, it changes nothing about your life. <laughs> if you find out ghosts are real, holy shit, that's going to be weird. When I die, I might still come back. Aliens are real. That means that there's universes to be explored that have intelligent life. Bigfoot's real. A creature is hiding in the forest for all years. These would affect my life. A simulation doesn't do shit for me. <laughs> there's alternate universes. Can I go to the alternate universe? No. Then who gives a fuck? <laughs> what does it matter? <laughs> He's like, you're showing me pictures of cool places to go on vacation, but I'd have a medical condition that I can't fly. It's like, you're just being a jerk. Now you're just being a jerk. You're just showing me places yeah. I can't go to. Yeah. If I mm-hmm. can't experience, what the fuck do I care? Yeah. So I, I don't understand the... <laughs> if you can travel, now if you can tell me that you could travel between these alternate universes and what's happening in the alternate universe, I know like it's like the how every choice you make is the alternate universe. Like you left your house five seconds later mm-hmm. or you went left instead of right and if you would have gone right you would have seen this old friend crossing the street or you would have looked down at your phone and hit somebody or like and those are all happening simultaneously you're just living in the one that you these choices you made you're in that one like the, yeah, alter, I mean, the alternate you un, an alternate universe is just a universe where you didn't eat your protein powder and go on the treadmill today. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. You're just less jittery. And because you're, <laughs> but maybe because you were less jittery, you uh, did something differently. Like you didn't dial a, a wrong number accidentally on your phone. Cause your thumbs were jittery. And then that wrong number interrupted somebody where they're like, I don't know this number. And it stopped them on the sidewalk, instead of walking out in front of traffic, they stop to look at the wrong number on their phone that you actually, mm-hmm. like, that's the idea, I think, of alternate universes. 
Yeah, well, and that definitely exists, your your version of that. Because I think about that shit all the time, like how little bitty decisions can lead to huge things. Like Katie and I were talking about this the other day. For example, like we met at, at a restaurant that we both worked at. But mm. the day I got hired, I also got offered a job at another restaurant. And I had, you know, I made a decision to go with the one. And then a week later, I met her. And eight years later, here we are. But had I taken the other job, yeah, I mean, we would have probably met through comedy, but just pretending, you know, just based on. Yeah. Had I taken the other job, I may not, I wouldn't have met her. And who knows where I'd be right now, you know? So, and, and we can all find thousands of those little things in our own life. You know, had I taken this course in college instead of that course, maybe I would be in that field instead of this field. You know? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a life. wonderful life. It's the movie. It's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Look what would happen yeah. if you didn't exist or you made these choices. There's been plenty of, you know, pieces of art created about it. And then mm-hmm. some people live in that. Some people live in this universe fantasizing about the alternate universe. Oh, if I only would have done this, if I only would have done that. Yeah. Which is why I try to live in this reality, making those choices instead of living in the other reality where you just regret the choices. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've never been one to uh, woulda, shoulda, coulda. Yeah. Well, I don't like I don't like living in the past. I, the people who put too much emphasis uh, in their past, like, I mean, yeah, that's part of who you are, your experiences, but to me, the past is boring because there's nothing I can do about it. Let me let me yeah. spend my energy figuring out the now or the future. Using yeah, it's it's references. It's good references. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember when I did this and I was wrong. Let's not do that again. Yeah, you you can learn from it, but I think I think the less around it's more like a motivational thing. It's like, well, are you proactive or reactive to life? Are you sitting mm-hmm. around hoping something will happen, playing scratch-off tickets, or you're like, you know what, I'm going to take some chances and do some unorthodox things or maybe non-traditional approaches and see if that brings me happiness as opposed to just this kind of, I don't want to be insulting to it, but like a more of a safe lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's the alternate reality that we got to work with. I don't know, man. Who knows? Hey, uh, any chance? Did you see? Um, did you watch any of that Mars Perseverance rover thing? You know, we landed uh, last week. Uh, yeah, I was watching a couple clips of them just kind of scanning around. Pretty what? It was. It was so funny to watch, uh, like the home base back at. I guess that was JPL mm. there in Pasadena. It was, yeah. But yeah, but you've got they had dozens of scientists and engineers, like literally some of the smartest people on the planet yeah sending a robot that they designed to another planet and they're all wearing matching polos and khakis they all look like the sales team down at carmax and these are the <laughs> smartest fucking people in the in the world i just thought that was weird that well, you're that smart and you're doing something that advanced but you still have to wear a uniform business casual <laughs> but they were all wearing the like khakis and, and a blue polo. It just it, they looked like they worked at Kinkos. It was so weird. Well, listen, you know you what? Think- you don't want listen. They're busy designing a billion dollars worth of equipment to land on Mars. You don't want somebody going, well, that <laughs> that shirt doesn't match with those pants, and then they drop a screw, yeah. and then 
<laughs> we could talk. I there is stuff going on over there. We've talked about the Jack Parsons connection and all that weird shit. But shout out, my buddy Steve actually worked on that Mars rover. Steve, really? who I know from mountain biking, and is the most southern you have friends that smart. I didn't realize it because <laughs> I, I met this dude. He's he's actually my my buddy Steven's brother. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was uh, my buddy's brother. He's named Steve, buddy named Chris. I met Chris through like comedy and, and doing mountain biking. Uh-huh. And they're like old, like he's like a BMX pro. This guy, Steve BMX pro was working. I think at specialized or some bike company when I met him. And he's the most Southern California, like laid back. Like, what's up, bro? Hell yeah, man. Just out shredding, bro. Just shredding that gnar, having a good time. He's like, yeah, I got a new job, bro. Working at NASA, dog. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) He'd been going to school for aeronautics. (laughs) Wow. And uh, yeah, I would see him. I would go ride uh, the the El Prieto Trail, which goes up right behind JPL, right behind where they designed that stuff. And I'd see him coming out of work. He'd go by the parking lot. I'd be unloading. I'd gone riding with him there. And uh, super good bike rider and just happens and then shows pictures. He's like, yeah, we got to put on the all white suits. He's like everything in the, cause it's all gold plated. Cause I forget why gold is the material they need to use. And he's like, yeah, there's like a bin of the gold they're not using. He's like, guys, come on, man. We could be moving <laughs> this stuff for a little overtime pay. Huh? <laughs> it's like jo- joking around, obviously joking around. Yeah. But he was saying, he's like, yeah, there's some old military guys in there, and they're talking about how there's tunnels built into those mountains behind JPL that have been sealed off because God knows what kind of equipment's being held in there to keep out of bounds from people. And he said, yeah, there's some old guys with some real stories in there. I bet. But, uh, yeah, they were testing actually a drone that they were going to use on Mars, I was driving my RC cars down by their parking lot after one of my bike rides, and they were setting up for a drone. The guy had to come over. He's like, is it on a 2.4 megahertz frequency? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. It's just a children's toy. And he's like, oh, because ours is on 2.4, so I know I can't tell you because it's like public space, but if you don't mind turning off your toys so we can work on this Mars drone. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, you're welcome to come over to our tent and check it out. So I did. He's like, yeah, we, we were going to go out to uh, Death Valley to practice because the terrain was more similar. But it was so hot. out. It was like when it was like 110 out. They're like, oh, ah, fuck it. Let's just work on this in the parking lot. So they were flying yeah. the little Mars drone. I saw him setting it up in the parking lot over in Pasadena. Dude, that is so cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's on this rover or what have you, but we're on Mars. We landed on Mars, man. That's crazy. I Fuck. guess there was some video out that was deemed to be fake, which was a bummer. But uh, I think Pat Oswalt tweeted it. Mm-hmm. But just like a little 60-second clip, and it just looked like someone with a iPhone standing on Mars, panning around. Like it was so crystal clear, and it looked so rad. So I, I don't know if... I don't know if the actual footage was fake or the edit was fake, but regardless, I'm sure there's some legit, amazing footage. Well, if Mars does there. look like Death Valley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it doesn't look like it'd be difficult to fake with, like, a little orange filter. Mm-hmm. 
Wild times, dog. Wild times. We up in that bitch. <laughs> sure. Yeah, at least uh, one. Probably, at least one scientist said that at NASA when it landed. We up in that I'd bitch. Like to, I'd like to revisit that topic soon. I know we did it a few years ago, but just the concept of colonizing Mars. Yeah, I'm guessing we left a lot of meat on the bone with that. So, <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I think, think we can revisit we... some things. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, you're probably not going to plug this, so I'll plug it for you, dude. Is there a new uh, season of Paradise PD out now? Did there I is new, new season of Paradise PD is coming out. Is it March 12th? I don't know. I put it on Instagram. I think it's that's awesome. Sometime in March. Right now, what is it? Season three? How many of y'all mm. done? That's season three. That's coming out. Okay. Right on, so man. That's exciting. What's what the name uh, of your character again? I know you're the dog. Bullet. 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 Kind of right like man. guns. Maybe where you keep your Coke. It works for the character. <laughs> um, I think this Wednesday will be tomorrow night on Zoom. I am go If we nice. can get the tech right, pay attention. I'll put it on Instagram if it goes through. Or not on Zoom. I'm sorry, on Twitch. Uh-huh. I'm going to try and play uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, a game that bores me to fucking tears and our good pal mikey carraza is going to actually try and encourage me while i play the game because <laughs> now what's the, the premise of that game it's the wild west and you're okay. just a cowboy it's like grand theft auto but in the wild west which okay sounds awesome except mm-hmm. when all the games that you play are like oh i'm stealing a car and i'm going fast and i got a gun that's a, like i got a rocket launcher and i'm shooting down helicopters this is like you just have to gallop on your horse from town to town. <laughs> it takes fucking forever. And then I never Fire got gun. the controls right, so I always accidentally shoot the sheriff or some shit in town. <laughs> and then they're, then they're chasing me out to another count. I got to get to the county line so my <laughs> alert level goes down. Then your horse gets fucking tired. It sucks. So... Our good pal Mikey Carraza is going to be on with me, trying to cheerlead me through the game. Oh, man. So I don't know what time, but stay tuned to the Instagram for me tomorrow. Uh, well, to this will be coming out the twenty third. So stay tuned today on Instagram, and I'll announce if we can get the tech right. We'll be doing that Wednesday night, the twenty fourth. Oh man, that's awesome! Well, good luck with that, man. Yeah. What you got? You only got a couple couple <laughs> records left. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, those will, I'm, that, uh, that weed's kicking in, sorry. Yeah, I got all right, records. man, uh, right, right on time. There's a few left at, uh, futurevampireclub.com. It's either Future Vampire Club or Future Vampire Club Records. That's the, the label. Uh, they, they got a few left, but they're sending me a grip of them, too. Uh, so as soon as those get here, I'll start selling those, you know, on Instagram or, or my website or whatever, but. Yeah, there. If you want one, there's there's going to be a few left. So, nice. yeah, those are available. Cookbooks still available. Uh, we got the new Boogie Monster merch. Yeah, that's anxious, uh, anxious and angry. And, angry dot com. Merch. and uh, yeah, I'm on Cameo. Cam- I mean, I've been churning out those cameos, man. Yelling yeah? at people's uncles. Yeah, yeah, that's been fun. Um, but yeah, just other than that, just <laughs> do you lure, do you lure them at, at first? Do you get like real southern and and puffy shouldered about it? Be like, listen, man. <laughs> That world's changing out there. I get, I get you, brother. And then, like at the end, like big hearty, go fuck yourself from the rest of your family. Oh man! <laughs> no, I haven't tried that technique, but uh, I'm still, I'm still learning the craft of cameo. So, but that's been fun. 
but yeah, if you want me to, you got 24 bucks and you want to give a personalized video or personal, you know, it doesn't have to be happy birthday or anniversary. I, you know, your enemies, whatever. <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm on Cameo too. My rate's a thousand dollars. Have not had, uh, <laughs> have not had any takers yet. Have, did you really set it at a thousand? Yeah, they approached me, and I was like, "Yeah, I get that." I was like, like "You don't want to do gross. it." I'm like, "I'm like, what's the?" I'm like, "I want to charge ten thousand dollars." Like, well, comedians usually start out between ten and fifty dollars. I'm like, "What's the most I can charge?" Like a thousand. Like, put me on for a thousand. Oh man, yeah, I saw. Uh, there's a few people on there for like like um, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. The boxer, his is a thousand. And every now and then you'll see like just isn't somebody, he the guy who like, can't read? Um. I don't know. I, I don't so know. Emailing him the message you want to tell somebody's out. Yeah, that's true. Um, but every now and then you'll see someone who was just like a bit part on a sitcom twenty years ago. It's like five hundred ninety nine dollars. Like who the fuck is? That's ridiculous. That, that's but, that. That's that nostalgia pricing. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. But yeah, I'm on there. Yeah, if anybody right. wants it, but that's fun. Hell I enjoy yeah, doing those. Uh, I feel like there's something else I wanted to plug, but who knows? Yeah, that's enough. We'll get them next week. Yeah, man. You got uh, you got family Zoom coming up. Family Zoom in a couple minutes. Right I'm on. doing. Uh, this How doesn't help for tomorrow, but I'm on hot tub tonight. So, oh, right you're, on. You're listening to this on Tuesday. You're lost, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, all right, man. Good times. Settling that we you did a good workout. You did the incline up to fifteen. That's no joke. Yeah, I'm out of control. I'm doing my I'm doing my dumbbells, doing my little prison exercises out in the garage. There you go. We're getting there. fit. Listen, man, we got we got we got to thin up for this van. All right, it's going to be tight quarters, so we got to lose. We, we both got to lose as much weight as we can. It's, this is our this is our own Mars rover. We both were like astronauts. We got we got to make weight to squeeze into this thing. Oh man, God, adventure awaits. It sure does. Buddy. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right, big dog. Will you hold down the fort? Tell uh, Dirt Nap we said hello. Yeah, look for that OnlyFans. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. The Boogie Monster.
Scarpins Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.